What up, everybody? What it could be, what it should be. Nah, I'm not going to do none of that shit. You know, I be trying to play with everybody else. Y'all know what this is. This is the ish that we talk, y'all. What's happening, everybody? I am Lily, uh, the host of this show, the... Um, what else do I want to... I don't want to say nothing, man. You know it is what it is, man. I am the joint toting. I am the uh, black smoking. I am the crazy motherfucker that you see in front of you. I am with the lady that pushes the bells and the whistles, the do-all, be-all of this show. If it wasn't for her, we would not be having this show. Why do I say this? Because it is definitely the truth. Um, uh, real name, no gimmicks. Uh, let's give a round of applause for the Mozart of this whole thing, Miss Lindsay. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm all right. We outside, baby. We outside today. It was a beautiful day, so I decided to do this uh, special uh, Father's Day edition of uh, this episode outside. So, you know, that's what I'm doing. If I get too loud, I mean, you know, at this point, fuck the neighbors. Um, but it is what it is. Um, let's get the pleasantries out the way. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Facebook, um, Twitter, Instagram, and check this out. We are on Twitch. Yes, all you gamers, all you people that go in there and, uh, you know, uh, do whatever y'all want to do with the commentary or whatever. So a lot of people that got rich off Twitch, we're trying to get rich off Twitch too. Um, so we're there now. Yes. Yes, absolutely. We are there. I'll let you see Wherever you want to see us, we are there. I'm just saying, I ain't going to have no bad remarks. I had my, uh, what the, my old boy, man, he a gator. He was like, man, why you talking about so bad about Twitch? I'm like, nigga, if you ain't the one teabagging niggas, then you don't got nothing to worry about it, nigga. You don't own Twitch. Well, all right. Didn't expect that. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, that's why I try to give it into a real, uh, uh, a lighter to it, but, you know. I still got to keep it 100 with myself. Uh, the reason why I'm not going to go so hard on Twitch is because, you know, hey, I got people on Twitch that actually, you know, are not doing that freaky Jason shit. But some niggas are doing that freaky Jason shit on Twitch. That's not uh, uh, for me to talk about because there's a lot of niggas that do freaky Jason shit on all of this shit that we talk about. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, because, like, Twitter is a cesspool. A cesspool of fuckery, and I love it. Yeah. Oh my god! Sometimes you love to, you know, you want to hear about the beef that's going on between certain people, and then also you like to, you know, turn around and see somebody get their ass ate. So I mean, I mean, you know, each his own. You, you got to take your kids by virgin. <laughs> now I'm eating his snacks. Now I'm eating his snacks. We be eating homie snacks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I saw that you posted that and I was dead to the bed. I was like, this is ridiculous. And snacks uh, can be taken so many ways. Like, that could be like the radio version. Yeah. And, and a kid's bop, they definitely just gonna ride on that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, kid's bop, you gonna owe me some money. Speaking of kid's bop, um, did you see the uh, the um, the song that Big Frida did with Gracie Corner. 
No. <laughs> it's a box. Hold on. Let me pull it up. It's a box. It's a video. I mean, it's Big Freedom. I ain't even going to lie. It's Big Freedom. So, you know, regardless of what anybody say, Big Frida be making real, real fucking slaps. She really do. She really do. So, I'm not, I, I don't take nothing away from her because, like, she, she started a movement in New Orleans and it pushed everywhere. Right. Like, seriously. You got to respect Big Frida. Yeah, when I first saw it, um, 
I was thinking that too. I was like, now this is how you do representation. Like it's not down your throat, it's organic and it's fun. Like you can't you can't deny Big Freedom. That's just what it is. You can't deny her. You know what I mean? And it and it made sense. Like the collab made sense. Unlike Bud <laughs> Budweiser and that one person, I forgot their name. I don't that even know sense. that person uh yeah. who they are, but I will say, you know, it was funny. But I knew the mistake that Budweiser made. Mm-hmm. But I was just waiting on everybody else to say, oh, man, this is dumb shit. And then when everybody came out, I was like, yeah. It was like, you can be inclusive, but what you can't do is be dumb and try, yeah. to, um, um, try to exclude everybody else that bought your fucking product. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I get the intent. And it is appreciated, but it's just the execution. Like you're not you're not gonna get you're not gonna get people on board when you're trying to shove it down their throat. I mean, it's just what it is. You know, no pun intended. But yeah, so. no, that was a that was a big pause. Yeah, <laughs> that was. <a> big pause. <laughs> but yeah, that was a big pause. But I'm gonna let you ride on that. But that was a, yeah, <laughs> that was what it was. And then you know, um. I love to uh, point out that, you know, uh, they were looking at the short game because the short game was people were going to buy a bunch of fucking Bud Light and then trash the shit. And that's what happened. But, you know, um, the long game into that is now Bud Light is gay. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know if they're going to make money off of that, but what I've seen so far is every time motherfuckers be on some extra shit, they be like, Dad, I got something to tell you. Excuse me while um, while I burped on on camera, but like, Dad, I got something to tell you. And they like, what's up, son? And then they just slide them a Bud Light. And they be like, oh <laughs> shit! Like if you ain't seen that real, that real funny as fuck. You know? I'm like, Damn, what? I have not seen that. No. That seen shit that. is so fucking hilarious to me. The motherfucker dude be like, Dad, I got something to tell you. And like, what's up, son? You can tell me whatever. And he was like, he gave him a heavy pause. He was like, and then he slid this shit across the table and his dad picked it up. And, you know, you expect the motherfucker to be concerned and be like, you know, whatever. I love you anyway. This nigga was like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) I thought that shit was hilarious. I want to remake that. That's how funny it was. I was like, see, that's the real life I will remake because that's funny as fuck. Right, right. But yeah. Yeah, but, you know, <clears throat> back on to the topic. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. we didn't even start, but hey, we're 16 minutes in. But hey, nobody's hey, counting. This is what we do, people. Y'all right. love us. Y- y'all know y'all love us, man. Don't don't talk that shit. Right, right. So, um, <clears throat> Well, let's let's get some let's get some easy stuff out the way. Um, Khalif is now reported to be dating Bill Murray. Khalif is like in her early forties. I want to say like either 42, 43. and Bill Murray is from what I hear seventy two. So um, they've been spotted at a couple of places lately. So. 
that's pretty much the rumor. Um, do you have any thoughts behind that? Hey, listen. What we learned last podcast is these old white niggas is winning. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to keep it 100 with you. Um, I don't have nothing bad to say about Khalees. All that shit that she went through with Nas, okay, that's cool. But then we got to understand this about her. She's a very independent lady that actually farms and, 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 and does the shit that all of us niggas talk about doing. Um, and she does it. And then for the fact that she does that, and she found comfort in a dude that's damn near a recluse. So she had to find this nigga. Let's not get it twisted. She had to find this nigga and intertwine with this nigga. If this bitch ain't a genius, I don't know what the fuck a genius is. Because not only is she going to keep her farmland good, she has enough money now with the backing of Bill Murray to grow this shit. So shouts out to Khalees for doing what the fuck she had to do as a queen that she's supposed to be. Hey, y'all got to stop uh, trying to put the narrative of how she go from Nas to Bill Murray. Like, who, who, who the fuck y'all think Bill Murray is, my nigga? Bill Murray ain't no fly by night, nigga. Bill Murray is up. the shit. Right, Bill Murray up. is Ghostbusters himself. Bill Murray is Mr. Scrooge. Bill Murray, at one point, was the most sought act after actor in the game. So y'all got Khalees fucked up, and y'all got me fucked up for even uh, having this fucking conversation. Yeah, like that's that's low key a come up. You know what I mean? Like, nigga, that's high key a come up. Yeah. <laughs> if my if, nigga, you if, if my sister start fucking with Bill Murray, you think I'm gonna say something? Nigga, I'm gonna hand clap and be for uh, and, and parade that shit. Right. Right. Like I'm putting it up on Twitter. Like, so you know, I'm dating Bill Murray. As you were, America. Like <laughs> Exactly. Because what is anybody going to say? Not a goddamn thing. Right. Nobody can say nothing. Nobody can do nothing. What it is, what it is, man. You got to respect it how you, uh, how you how you supposed to. And that's the thing. You can't shoot Bill Murray. Bill Murray ain't one of them niggas that did um, a bunch of side B movies. This nigga was a fucking... At one time, he was a motherfucking uh, grade A actor. This is Like I said, he was sought after in Hollywood. Like, get the fuck. And now he's still sold after. That's right. the thing. He's still sold after. And you got to, like, climb a Himalayan mountain. You got to fuck a goat. Then you got to talk to a lady that only speaks Malaysian. And then you have to go down this tunnel and you pick up a fucking rotary phone and call this thing. <laughs> this is how hard it is to connect with this guy. What? Not the rotary the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Have you ever heard how hard it is to get in contact with this dude? You got to look that shit up. The shit is amazing. No, you know, I've never thought about it, you know? And then, you know, also Bill. he was in, he was just in um, Quantum Mania. Mm-hmm. You know, he had, he had a, um, what did he have, like one or two scenes? And he did good, you know, as expected, you know? So... Man, they said when they was doing that, uh, uh, what's that, Zombieland shit? Mm-hmm. 
They said the only person that could get in contact with him was Woody Harrelson. And you know why? Because they keep the same type of mental. They don't have agents. They don't have a bunch of people running them. They have they they have their personal phone that only their closest people to get, get in contact with. Oh wow! And even and but they don't even answer that phone. You know what that phone is? That phone is a fax machine. And then whoever's close to them read the fucking faxes and then tell them niggas who to call. Wow! To be like, disconnected like that—that that would be such a joy. And that's how they. And that's why whenever they break out, it's for millions of dollars. Because I'm not breaking out for nothing less. Right, right. But you know, like them, because they already paid their dues. Oh, like, you know, they don't owe nobody nothing. Nah. You know what I mean? I love it. I'm like, nigga, that scenario, I wanted to, that first scenario I said about Bill Murray, I wanted to be me. I wanted to be, nigga, like, nah, well, you're going to have to, if I'm staying in the city, you're going to have to hike Swope Park. You're going to have to, um, not only do you have to hike Swope Park, you got to, uh, you got to take uh, two miles of loose park. And then you gotta uh go down um Paseo, you gotta walk that motherfucker at midnight, and then you gotta go down to uh Hocus Pocus, Twelfth and Locust and find the nearest payphone and then page me. Now I wanna be that rich. I wanna be that rich, my nigga. Man, I'm talking about huh. I'm talking about because then, because then after yeah. you said wow that shit you won't, you know every call you get is important. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm talking about like at high noon on Sunday, the third Sunday of the month. You can only next tell Turk me. Hey, listen, the people that is able to live that life, man, I'm talking about, nigga, not only do I give y'all all the flowers, man, I'm, I, I envy you, nigga. Yeah. I envy y'all. Because that's yeah. the thing that's crazy. How in the fuck you were making a blockbuster movie and it took you a, a, a whole damn near sacrifice of a baby to get one star on you, nigga. And then... It took you to sacrifice a woman who was pregnant to get another <laughs> nigga that's just only gonna be in here for ten minutes. But he gonna give you the best ten minutes of his life. That's that crazy. was the people say that was one of the best scenes in the fucking movie. Right, 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 nigga. Yeah, to have that type of chop in here, niggas talk about big dick energy. That's the biggest dicks I've ever seen in my life. Without seeing them, right? Without seeing them, this is the biggest dicks I ever seen. You gotta have real. You gotta have a dick to say, "Hey, man, listen. You gotta drink um, Portuguese firstborn child milk." Then, not only do you have to bathe in in the uh, lakes of Winnetonka. You have to shower in the filthy waters of the Missouri River. And then you have to page me 911. And after you do that, you have to next till chirp me once again. It's on, my nigga. And then that's the only way I'm going to pick up my phone. You know how big my dick is at this point? My, my dick is 
biggest dick in the room. Right. It'd be dead the ass. Is gonna do it. Right. It'd be dead ass. And people are like, okay, so can you run that by me again? Which one is the first step and then the third step? Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, Joe shit is slapping fucking elephant trunks at this point. <laughs> Right. Like, do you want my 10 minutes or not? Do you want it or not? Like, like, nigga, I'm going to drag this dick with me. So, (laughs) (laughs) it is what it is. Right. (laughs) So, you got them right, he fucking Khalees. Yeah. I'm telling you. When it's all said and done, you got them right, he fucking. Who else else could do it? You already know she crazy. Who else can tame a crazy woman? But a nigga that's confident in self. Right, because at the end of the day, she did tell us that her milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, even the recluse. Boys. Even the recluse. And listen, <laughs> I don't even have to bring my—I uh, don't even have to bring myself to the yard. I am so full of myself. I just dropped my dick off and left <laughs> and said, "Hey, come." <laughs> right, right. I didn't have to come to her yard. I brought the yard to me. Exactly. You know. She had to follow the trail. Right. Mm-mm-mm. But yeah, well, best of luck to them. I love it, yeah. man. Shout out to Kalisa Bill Murray. That's one of those things where you, I, I just, I, I accepted and respected, nigga. That's hard. Yeah. <laughs> like, for real. Just imagine if they do something real positive like Paul Newman was doing with, like, salads and, and, mm-hmm. and, and dressings. And I, man, I respect that. Niggas don't think about the big picture. I look at the big picture, nigga. That's big. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, we should definitely see what they do with it. But, yeah, um, I don't have nothing but I don't have nothing but um, positive things to say about it. Yeah. So, hope it works out for them. <clears throat> Me too. Yeah. I so, hope y'all laugh. Right. And I hope I hope Nah show up to your wedding and rap for it. Okay. He gonna he gonna be the MC of the um but yeah yeah so um moving on uh let's get the ratchet shit out the way um get it Miss Jocelyn Hernandez so we are talking about her again for the second week in a row um because this past weekend. Um, Mayweather had a um exhibition fight with one of the Gotti's grandsons, one of John Gotti's like, grandsons. Who the, who the fuck even knew this nigga existed? Not to cut you off, but I didn't know shit about John Gotti the third. Yeah, I did. Um, they used to have a reality show back in the day. I see, I didn't know shit about it. I'm like, who the fuck is this nigga? What I mean, I'm I'm not done with the introduction yet, but sidebar. Why is Mayweather doing these exhibition fights? Like, what are we doing? Why is he giving people that aren't fighters a chance to get in the ring? With because, the because he can't lose. I get it. How the, I don't know if everybody's seen the fight, but in that fight, um, uh, Gotti, uh, Gotti the third was getting way too aggressive for an exhibition fight, and the referee, this, you know what I'm saying, cut it off. He said, that's it. You can't lose in those fights, so therefore he is always going to remain undefeated because, right. um, and though unless he he can knock them out, but they can't aggressively come at him because the fight's over at that point. 
Right, right. I, I mean, I get that, and I get it's a money grab, and I get it's not going to affect his record. I get all of that. What I'm saying is, is that you already got all the money. Why do you need to keep doing these money grabs? Because, like, I feel like exhibition fights for somebody that got a perfect record or damn near close to a perfect record is, like, something that, like, if you are, like, ridiculously in debt and you need to come out of debt right quick or... You know, like trying to relive something because you've been retired for 10, 15 years. Like on some Rocky Balboa shit. Like, what was that? Rocky Six? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like something like that. Or like when Mike Tyson and um, Roy Jones Jr. did their fight. You know what I mean? Like, Mayweather already got him. I just, I wouldn't put myself in a ring to be fighting some people like John Gotti's grandson. Like, no. No. Mm -mm. But... uh, I'm sorry. What did you say? No, I was going to continue with the intro, but what was you going to say? No, no, go ahead and continue. Well, I was going to go to Jocelyn, but he was about to say something about the fight. Oh, about that. Um, uh, Just, you know, again, we take left people, so take... But um, this is what I'm going to say about this. Um, Uh... At one point, you know, because I, I got cousins that went uh, that, that box golden gloves and, um, you know, um, I, I've been around them a couple of times. What I will say is uh, the things I hear in the boxing world is is the, uh, is, is this shit. Um, Floyd don't have that money like he said he do. You know, so um, Floyd always spends above his means and therefore he makes it up. Um, he makes, uh, you know, he makes his money back um, with these small little, you know what I'm saying, these fights right here. Like, because, you know, like, he, he got a bag. Don't get it twisted. He's way more uh, papered up than most people. So uh, let's put this in perspective. So if the average rich nigga uh, um, um, pay out every year just through um, taxes, through um, bills and mortgage and all, you know what I'm saying? And everything that you got to go through, spending habits. Say your your average is 10, 15 million. Floyd's average is 50 to 75. So yeah, he got a bag, but he blows it too fast. And so he has to recoup. He has to constantly recoup. So that's why he does the things he do. Again, this is allegedly, this is the things that I hear from a from the boxing world perspective. I don't know for sure, but I know if I'm spending seventy five million a, uh, a a fucking year, and then every other year I do a fucking exhibition match that guarantees me a hundred and fifty to two hundred million. Um, yeah, that's what's keeping me afloat. Mm-hmm. Okay, well that would make more sense to me because I was just like I would not put my I would not put myself at risk of endangering myself even more. And what I probably have done throughout my career on these little stupid ass exhibition fights. Yeah. But when you say it like that, that can make more sense. And that's unfortunate if that is the case. <clears throat> but yeah. again, I don't know. This is yeah. you know what I'm saying, this is the things I've heard. But, you know, everybody don't tell the truth. Especially listen, I'm talking to niggas that's uh staying in the town that I live in. So but it, it just makes sense because those people that I'm talking to are in the boxing world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and they would be more privy to it than me. <laughs> so, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so um, 
well, anyway, so we went to the fight. Well, I didn't go personally, but there was this fight um, over the weekend. Um, you do know that Mayweather has partnered up with Zeus. So with him partnering up with Zeus, um, the fights are exclusively streamed on the app. And all the celebrities from the app go to his events. So <clears throat> at this particular event, um, Blueface and Krishan perform. And Krishan was pregnant performing. And Jocelyn performed. So, um, and then also with, uh, with the zoo celebrities, they also had other zoo celebrities that were there doing, um, commentary as well. Um, so, uh, I guess they were like backstage or something. <clears throat> Jocelyn ends up running into Big Lex. Now, if anybody's watched Jocelyn's Cabaret, um, then you would know who Big Lex is. Big Lex is from season two. Um, if you don't watch the show, but are on social media and seeing things that go viral and whatnot, um, if I can take you back a couple of years when season two was about to premiere, um, there was a clip from the premiere episode where this girl had talked about how she had just had an abortion of twins. And then somebody thinking out loud was like, damn, double homicide. Double homicide. Well, the girl that said, damn, double homicide is Big Lex. So, um, by the end of the season, Big Lex and Jocelyn end up, you know, getting into it real bad. They were trying to fight each other on stage. You know, typical um, Jocelyn's Cabaret stuff. Um, since the show, however, Big Lex has been doing interviews, has been going live, posting, all types of stuff. Um, basically, in a nutshell, talking about how she catches Jocelyn again at some site. Fast forward to this past weekend. It was on site. And Jocelyn beat the shit out of that girl. <laughs> Jocelyn beat the shit out of that girl. I mean, golly. So, um, you know, it's uh, it's conflicting reports on how it ended up transpiring. But from what I saw from the videos, that girl was almost passed out as tight as Jocelyn had her in a headlock. Um, yeah, man, they were saying she got jumped, man. You know, that's the word on the street. That um, Jocelyn got jumped, or that big legs got jumped. Big legs got jumped. And see, I had heard both, you know. Um, but from the video, it was big legs and Jocelyn fighting. Um, then it looked like it was another man that was in on it too. However, that was um not a man; that was a woman. Um, it was Melissa from Loving Hip Hop Atlanta. Um, she was on one season, briefly dated Mimi. She's a stud. So <clears throat> she had on men's clothing, had a man haircut. Um, and then once they finally broke them up, because um, uh, Jocelyn's husband was also there, ballistic. And if anybody, again, watches Jocelyn Cabaret, you do know that ballistic takes up for his woman and you don't give a damn who it's against. Um, 
last season he was fighting girls at the reunion. So um, he didn't necessarily fight in the clips I saw, but he was talking and screaming very aggressively at Big Lex to the point where if she would have said one wrong thing, he would have stole on her, I, I believe. Um, then yeah, you won't be wrong for that, right? Then, um, Jocelyn, you know, was pissed off. There was little security around. Uh, some of them were, you know, really in Jocelyn's um circumference to where she got really pissed off and started slapping the security guard in the face. Um, he had the patience of Job, and he's better than me. So, but she ended up getting around him, got Big Lex again. They was fighting again. They got broke up again. Then there was another girl who had a drink in her hand, and she threw it on Jocelyn while she do that. Um. Oh, Jocelyn was like randomly hitting people too. Forgot about that part. Um. And uh. After the girl threw the drink on her, she had on heels and tried to like aggressively walk away. But Melissa caught her. And and she did something we couldn't see because the dude that was recording was right behind somebody's big ass head when Melissa did whatever she did. But we heard the crowd reaction, so Melissa did something. Um but yeah. Um after that, something else transpired. Because Jocelyn ended up getting arrested and she got four charges. Um, from my understanding, was that it didn't have nothing to do with that actual fight that was backstage. Uh, however, Big Lex did get away. She went down the street to a gas station and she called the police. And her the audio of her 911 call leaked a couple of days after the videos leaked. And she was on there. She she doesn't sound like she's been beat up, if that is a sound. But she was like, I got beat up real bad. So do whatever you want to with that. But um, my whole opinion about this is that you can't play pussy. You know, play, when you play pussy, pussy get fucked. So what you want us to do? You've been talking shit for the past two years. You know, oh, like, oh my god! <laughs> like you've been you've been talking shit for the past two years, and then when you see her now, all of a sudden you're getting jumped and you're getting beat up real bad, and you want to call the police. But you basically been threatening her that when you see her, it's on site for the past two years. You was talking about how you wanted her. You was talking about how you had niggas for her nigga. You was, I mean, you was on it. So, especially with you going to a Zeus event, especially with um, the person that you were funking with that you know is going to be there because they're a performer at said event, why would you come to the event not ready? If at the very least you should have had on a shirt and some flats, you had on neither. You were trying to be too cute. And you should have wore your real hair and not a wig. You were trying to be too cute, which I get, but again, you're going somewhere where somebody that you've been threatening for the past two years is going to be at. Doesn't make any sense to me. And I don't feel sorry right. for you. 
No, I don't. Yeah. But what are your thoughts? Um, I, uh, Listen, um, one thing I love about this show is you really, 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 like, when you deep dive, you deep dive into every part of that <laughs> shit. And, like, sometimes I'll be wanting to chime in, but you be... But um, a quote unquote, because it's Pride Month, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna represent we all inclusive. Quote unquote, you give all the tea, so I just be backing up like shit. Go ahead, bitch. <laughs> but, like, I just I let you do your thing. You know, hey, I try, I try. You be really, yeah. and, and it's it's like shit. Everything is like self-explanatory. Like, yeah. Um, it's it's. My whole thing in a nutshell is this. Why in the fuck at this point in life when you're in these type of situations did you expect um, the realest nigga breathing if you hold your breath to not come after you? Like, everybody can say what they want about Jocelyn and Ballistic. Like, because it's a whole lot of backlash and all this. And, you know, all right, cool. Everybody is, is entitled to their opinion. Only thing I'm going to tell you is this. Everybody named Mama since 2011 or 2012 knew Jocelyn was a dog. Not like not like no bullshit ass bark, 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 bark. Never really fuck with nobody. No, she a dog. She a dog, nigga. She's barking. She about to bite. Like, this is the thing. You want to escalate. I mean, excuse me. You want to de-escalate this shit as soon as she get loud. Because some shit about to pop off. Yeah. If y'all don't realize that by now, you niggas is just stupid. And then one thing about uh, 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 Jocelyn is uh, the niggas that she had behind her for a long time wasn't about the shit she was on. So basically, they they they, they look like real pussy. Ballistic ain't never looked like a pussy behind Jocelyn. Now, mm-hmm. it's a lot of things that, you know, um, you might be like, nah, I ain't going to do that as a man. As a man, I ain't about to do that. I ain't, I ain't going to be on this. I ain't going to be on that. But at the same time, you really do got to respect. And I hate to, you know what I'm saying, to bust anybody's bubble. But this is the truth. You know, when we become grown... Motherfucker, it's always got to be a motherfucker that, you know what I'm saying, that, that gatekeeps us. You got to respect the nigga who is gatekeeping her to also be like, nigga, I'm with the shit too, so if y'all go haywire, nigga, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. You got to respect that. Like, as, as as much as, like, the, the the first time they got into it, you know, I was totally um against uh, uh, what he, uh, what he was uh, representing. But at the end of the day, man, I had to, as I get older, I realize, like, Nah, like this that woman's gatekeeper. So and and you have you have questioned this nigga. Like let, let's not get it twisted. You have you have called this nigga out too. So of course I'm gonna let my bitch destroy you. And if I can get one in there too, I'm gonna get one in there too. I wish a nigga would say something to me. Nigga, I'm knocking everybody out tonight. There's no this is mm-hmm. the shit I'm on. I can fake the phone like I'm trying to break this shit up, but I don't give a fuck. This shit's supposed to happen. You playing with a dog. Like that, I don't, I don't think people really understand that shit. I know um Mike Tyson made this uh 
made this shit evident in the boxing world when he used to tell niggas, y'all like, y'all went to like million dollar training camps to learn how to do this. I'm a dog. I had to learn how to do this on the streets. I will, I will stop breathing before you motherfuckers would ever, you know what I'm saying, beat me. Like, this is the shit that, 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 that Jocelyn be on. Yeah. Y'all niggas don't be on. Y'all niggas just got on and got cute and got famous. This bitch was on this shit and was getting cute and famous at the same time. It's a big difference. She been on whooping niggas ass and getting cute and getting famous at the same time. Y'all y'all was just focused on getting cute and getting famous and talking shit about fighting. No, this this, this shit no. Right, and not the same. I'm saying this shit yeah. for real. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Like you niggas is wrong. I don't know. What I'm saying, nigga, motherfuckers is talking down on Jaws. The only thing I will say is Jaws and damn, stop fucking up your bag. Period. Yeah, that's the only thing I can say. But uh, but anything other than that, man, I'm gonna say, hey, hey listen, y'all niggas know what y'all bargain for when y'all fuck with her. And then listen, the dude that owns uh Zeus. That's a diabolical ass nigga. That I thought Sandoval was a villain. This nigga's a villain. He's the real this villain out of all of Because this nigga knows his fucking network. They got a bunch of shit on his network, but the bread earners or the drama shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This nigga was partners with Mayweather to even put this shit together. So he knew, excuse me, he knew something was going on. God damn. Burping like a motherfucker. He knew something was going to happen. Mm. And he was with that shit. Yeah. And if the uh, Floyd Mayweather team was like, what's going on? He like, nah, I feel it. Mm. Like, we got to understand the powers that we fucking with. We fucking with a dog and Jocelyn and we fucking with this fucking diabolical ass nigga. Uh, uh, I, I forgot his name, but the nigga that owns Zeus. Um, Lemmy Plum, Plummel, Plummer, something like that. Um, but yeah, like, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna put it on him. Like, I know a lot of people like to blame him for a lot of stuff, but it's like, he's he's catering to a, a, um, a specific audience. He's giving them what they want. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... I'm I'm not mad. I'm not mad at that. Hell, I'm a I ain't villain. mad at him. Yeah. I'm not mad at him. I'm saying, look at the superior villain that this nigga is. Mm -hmm. Like, this nigga was like, bet, I'm going to go in half on this fucking shit, because I know I'm going to double my money back easy. Boom. I'm going to go in half on that. Not only am I going to do that, I'm going to put all of the volatile bitches that, that on my, you know what I'm saying, that's been on my network, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm send them there for free, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna see what they're gonna do, and I'm gonna film that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I'm, I'm sure the cameras is rolling. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, if you don't think cameras rolling, you a god. You, you yeah. out your fucking mind if you don't think they had cameras rolling that whole time. Right, right. Because I believe they're in production for season four of Jocelyn's Cabaret. Right? So, um. So yeah, so I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure the cameras was rolling, but um, but yeah, like I just like I like I said, I don't I don't feel sorry for that girl. Like you did this to yourself, 
This is this you you got what you asked for for these past two years, you know, and then you want to call the police. And then this is the thing about <clears throat> about ballistic. Um, like I'm not even like one hundred percent mad at him for having his woman's back, because that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to have your woman's back now. Some some men go about it in different ways. You know what I'm saying? Some men, exactly. you know, they may not get into it. They may not get into an actual physical fight helping that girl fight somebody. Some men may do it. You know? You don't know what man, you don't know what type of man your opponent got. You know? So they may not be somebody that may that may beat on women but they also may be somebody that at the end of the day they gonna have they made you back and they don't That's give a true. damn who it is they gonna beat they ass period. I'm gonna tell you, I'm, I'm gonna tell you what God love, nigga, and I'm only tell you this today because this ain't every man, but that man that know what I'm saying that that, that don't mind putting their hands on motherfuckers like, like they don't care like they not gonna let that woman get mollywop. I'm gonna just yeah. keep it one hundred with you. They not gonna let that shit unless they want it to happen. Like if they wanted her to get Molly Wop, that's the only way a man that don't care about squabbling, like you know, cause niggas squabble. You know, everybody squabble. That that's the thing, nature. But some niggas be like only squabble dudes. Them niggas would be like, I don't give a fuck who I fight. They not gonna let that woman get beat up. I'm gonna give a. I, I, I'm a, I'm gonna keep it one hundred with you. It ain't a nigga alive that thinks like that that's gonna watch his woman. Get beat, bow, 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 and he don't, he don't go in there. He gonna go in there and bow, bow, piece of shit out of bitch, and he gonna tell his bitch get back on her bands because now we gotta fight the whole lot. Right, right. Like it's about to, it's about to be a brawl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I'm and I'm not I'm not mad at that. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, he's gonna have his woman's back, point blank in the period. Especially against some bitches like. We ain't talking about scholars. We ain't talking about upstanding women pillars in the community. We talking about bitches that got on a reality show to one take their clothes off and to two fight. And y'all trying to exactly. come at the mob woman? No, we not about to do that one. Because if don't no. nobody else have her back, I'm going to have her back. I'm going to keep it a bean with the whole world right now. And I'm going to tell y'all the honest to God truth and y'all can judge me how y'all want to judge me. My woman is five foot four. I'm five seven. I'm a tank. Like, I'm not even gonna exaggerate or bullshit aside or none of that. Like, I'm I'm a I'm a big five seven. So I know I can handle myself. But if a woman five eleven built like me tries to fight Jasmine, you got one punch to make me think. Oh shit, she could have got her with that. You got one before I snatch you up and throw you all the way across the fucking room. <laughs> you got me all the way for this. It's not about to happen. Right. You're going to have to get her while she's by herself. Uh, just, I'm, I'm yeah. doing that. That's just one of those. I'm going I'm to I'm keep it totally 100 with you. Yeah. And I got full confidence in Jazz. But I'm telling you, if, if I see that one hit that makes her stumble back, oh man, that bitch ain't going to know what the fuck hit her. Because all of a sudden, she just going to realize she's at the wall. 
Because I'm going to just go her. And I'm going to be like, we got to go. Right. <laughs> right. We got to fucking go. Right. Right. Because at the end of the day, you're not getting beat up. Not on my watch. Right. <laughs> no, no, no. No, mm. no, ma'am. No, ma'am. And I know what I'm saying. I, it ain't one of, we ain't about to fight everybody. It ain't about to be no big scene. Because I can guarantee you, man or woman, and when you see me throw this big ass bitch, you ain't about to swing on me. Mm-hmm. You about to let me take my woman the fuck out of here. Right, right. 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 And I and I can't be mad at that either. Because even even in that, you're restraining or you're with um withstanding from hitting her. You know what I mean? Even even in throwing her across the room, you yeah. hit her, you know? But you don't know what type of I ain't of gonna man. put her lights out because if I punch her lights out, then you know it's gonna be a nigga. Like if she's five eleven, just imagine she's five eleven. She might be the fucking run of the litter. <laughs> I'm not fighting no six foot nine nigga. I'm not doing that. I'm going to jail because I'm shooting this nigga. If this nigga be like, yeah, Yo, you knocked my sister out, I'm gonna be like, well, shit. Your sister about to go to your funeral if you swing on me, nigga. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm just gonna keep it running with you. That is no, right, no right. surgery, Bob. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, but my point being is that like you don't know what type of man somebody got. You know what I mean? So it's like, do you really want to go down this road? And mm-hmm. like Big Les went down that road, and it didn't work out too good for him. So. Yeah, so that, that that never worked out. I mean, shit, because I remember the uh, the reunion show. Shit, she already knew what ballistic was about, right? Cause he was about to fight her ass at the uh, reunion. Yeah, yeah. If, if, if he didn't, I, I want to say, man, because I, I I I was uh I was real. If I think about the episode, because I was really mad about. It. I'm like, damn, nigga, why are you so aggressive with this bitch? Yeah. And then you know, as I you know, what I'm saying, as I progressed, I realized, like, nah. That's his bitch. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, nah, you do, because I've, you know what I'm saying? After I seen that, it was certain situations that, you know what I'm saying, made me really flex up for Jasmine. I'm like, nah, that's my nigga. That's my bitch, nigga. If you embarrass my bitch, then you embarrassing me, nigga. You got me fucked up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, straight up. Straight up. I'm like, I ain't going for that shit. Yeah. I'm not doing that, nigga. Y'all can cut that shit right out right now, unless y'all want to get down. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, I've been in situations lately, and Jasmine contested that, but she be like, "Damn, this, dude, you got to stop doing that. You just be by yourself." But like, nah, nigga. Unless you want to get down, man, nigga. You heard what she said, man. It is what it is. What you trying to do? Right, right. Because like, I'll just talk, and I'm not doing. So what's up? Yeah, what yeah. you trying to do? Like, if we. We don't get into some gangster shit. Let's stop talking. You know what I'm saying? Let's stop talking. Right, right. You realize she ain't by by herself, and now you want to shut the fuck up. I ain't with none of that pussy ass shit, nigga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, and neither is Ballistic. So. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and he ain't going nowhere no time soon. He's locked exactly. In. Yeah. They are locked in. So, yeah. So, yeah, with this, this is... um. Definitely a developing story, so I'm sure we're gonna revisit it <laughs> soon. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm gonna see what charges stick. Yeah, yeah. 
I want to see. I also want to see if she got dope in her system. Because if she got dope in her system, that um that um resisting uh police with aggression is going to stick. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I would um I wonder if anybody got the footage of of that. Yeah. And it looked like she like in her mugshot she looked high. I'm not even gonna hold you. She looked high in that damn mugshot. Or coming down at least. Mm-hmm. Oh. Every, and, and this is not an exaggeration, people. We ain't making no allegations. Everybody know Jocelyn Fernandez was off cocaine. Yeah, yeah, she admitted. You know, yeah, she admitted to it. So we all know that shit. So it's it's not one of those things where we're making an allegation or none of that. You know what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but um, but yeah. So that's that. Um. So next up, <clears throat> all right. Let's uh, let's talk about gunplay. <clears throat> so, um, this all started from a car show. Yeah. Okay, so DJ Envy from The Breakfast Club, um, he has a car show that he's been doing for a couple years now. Um, Rick Ross also has a car show that um he just did for the um second year in a row. Um, this particular year, they were um, having a, initially having a friendly back and forth um, between the car shows, you know, talking shit um, back and forth to uh, one another. Um, then it took a turn and they started hitting below the belt, um, started saying um, a lot of things that doesn't show either one of them in the best of light. Um, Rick Ross <laughs> started calling DJ Envy DJ Envious and also told him that um, he has a job for his girlfriend that she can be his pickleboard paddle polisher. Yeah. So, Say that again so people understand that. A pickleboard no pickleball excuse me. Pickleball Paddle polisher. Yeah. And yeah. What that sound like to you, Um, well, he did a gesture when he said it in the video. So um it looked like he would be like smacking her on her ass. Um a pickle pad a pickle ball paddle is like a um ping pong battle paddle. It's a little bigger, looks like it's a little heavier. So, yeah, he, so it, it, it meant that she can play with his dick and balls. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so, um, and then, you know, um, DJ Envy, if he has a girlfriend, I don't know, but he does have a wife, and I was assuming that's who he was talking about when he said girlfriend. Yeah, that's who he was talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, but, you know, like, you know, you, you never know when niggas, they can have girlfriends, too, and still have a wife, so. Anyway. Niggas, can, niggas can't have girlfriends. Yeah. I don't think, um, you know, I don't think Envy has a girlfriend. Um, but that's not me downplaying Envy. He probably has somebody on the side, but I don't think it's a girlfriend. But we're gonna, 
we ain't even gonna, we're gonna move past that. We're gonna move past that. So, <laughs> um, DJ Envy replied with um shooting um an episode of The Breakfast Club in a correctional officer's uniform. We all know that um Rick Ross, before he was the biggest boss, was a CO. So um he did he did that, and then he also brought up. Um, how he calls himself the biggest boss. However, his homeboy from way, 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 way back in the day, and also at one point was signed to Maybach Music, um, Gunplay, who has recently um, welcomed a little um, baby girl into the world. Um, his daughter had medical issues and had to have surgery right after birth. And his uh, girlfriend put up a GoFundMe to assist with the medical bills. So DJ Envy brings this up because he was just like, you know, how is your homeboy putting up a GoFundMe and you and you supposed to be the biggest boss and you can't even help him? He didn't really go into detail why he put up the GoFundMe or anything like that. He just mentioned Gunplay having the GoFundMe. Gunplay, of course, got mad. Um... Because he's just like, you know, why am I in it? See, like, I ain't got nothing to do with this, you know? So, um, he expressed... It's about a car show. This is about, right, a, car about a car show. show. He expressed his disdain for the comment. Um, Charlemagne ended up brokering a conversation between DJ Envy and Gunplay. Unbeknownst to DJ Envy, Gunplay was recording. And apparently in Florida... It is illegal to record a conversation without both parties um, knowing. So it's actually illegal. It's actually illegal everywhere. Well, it depends. It depends on the state. Like um, in uh, what is that? California, you don't have to let the other person know. But um, in Florida, you do. So it just really depends on the state, on if it's um, illegal or not. Um, Apparently in Florida it is illegal. So, um, and that's where gunplay is. Um, but gunplay records this conversation, puts the recording on his Instagram. Um, a lot of people was commenting on it, um, you know, going against what gunplay was doing and whatnot. But um when D DJ and we found out about it, he ended up going on the Breakfast Club the next day. <coughs> Excuse me. And expressed um his disdain for the conversation being recorded and posted on social media, along with saying how um, lawyers have reached out to him so that he could, um, you know, sue him for that and yeah. all this type of stuff. I don't think he was gonna proceed with it at that point, but um, nah. but yeah, but he did, you know, talk about it on the on the um, show, and him nor Charlemagne knew that he was recording. Um, <clears throat> things got a little worse to where Gunplay ended up uh, getting a cease and desist um, sent to DJ Envy on behalf of him and his girlfriend. He posted that on his Instagram as well. A lot of people commented on that as well. Um, then, next thing you know, um, maybe like probably like about a week after Rick Ross's car show um Gunplay posted another video of him at Rick Ross's house 
Rick Ross is laying in the bed. Um, Gunplay is presenting him with a chain and a medallion for something. I don't know. But, uh, it says animal shelter. Yeah, whatever that is. But, um, I, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> so, he presented him with this Look, chain. It's Pride Month, so I gotta be like, girl, spill that tea. <laughs> but yeah, he presented him with this chain. Um, and uh, Rick Ross, you know, was like, thank you. He was appreciative. Um, it just was a weird video because Rick Ross didn't even care enough to put a shirt on or even sit up in the bed, let alone, you know, stand up or anything, you know. He just was laying in the bed. He barely moved. But, um, but yeah, but. He's the biggest boss. The biggest boss don't have to get out of bed unless it's for somebody. I guess. But, um, but yeah, so that video gets posted. So a lot of people start, you know, saying, hey, how can you be presenting this chain to this millionaire who doesn't need any more jewelry? Or anything like that when you had a GoFundMe up for your daughter's medical bills. So obviously you have money. Therefore, I want a refund. So a lot of people requested for a refund. Apparently they um, did send them refunds. And then uh, Gunplay and his girlfriend go on to a podcast. And Gunplay um, proceeds to cuss out everybody that um, requested for a refund. And start talking about if you wanted a refund, that means you didn't give from your heart and this, that, and the third. And it's just like, yeah. Now, um, I did hear a little bit more of the clip outside of, excuse me, the tongue lashing that these people got. And um, his girlfriend was saying that she had to, like, present all the medical bills and stuff to show where all the money was allocated to from the GoFundMe. And then also um, they can do, they can't do anything without people being like, oh, well, you can do that and give me my money back. She was like, we can't even go out to eat at a restaurant without somebody being like, oh, you can go eat. We'll give me my money back. So, um, to that degree, it kind of sucks. Cause it's like, okay, this was an extreme circumstance. Of course, um, people don't. Some people just don't know what will happen, you know, to where they may need some assistance, you know. And then you should be able to continue to live your life after you get that assistance, as however you see fit. In the same breath, if you are posting lavish meals and these big ass chains and all this type of stuff you can't get mad at the people that are saying well if you can do that then that means that you really do got money and you really didn't need mine so can I have mine back so it's when you when you do do a GoFundMe you kind of open yourself up to that unfortunately it is what it is so um yeah, I, I mean, and, and you kind of can't really be mad. It's just like, yeah, okay, if they ask for their money back, fine. Give them their money back. 
but to cuss people out for that when you probably will feel the same way had the shoe been on the other foot that's crazy that's crazy to me but um what are your thoughts on it <clears throat> shit the whole fact that gunplay got brought into this is so fucking fucked up to me because this shit is a this shit was just about a car show And they weren't even right. rival car shows. That's the killer part about all this. They yeah. weren't even rival car shows. They were two different types of car shows. Two different target markets. Like, they were not rivals. You know, out the only thing that was common, they weren't even in the same town. They weren't even in the same weekend. The only thing that was common about them was that motor vehicles would be present. Like, that's it. But, the thing is, yeah. but see, this the whole clinch to me. Um, because they they say it all started from that uh, drink champs episode when um when Rick Ross was talking about the car shows. Oh, he was saying, yeah. You were saying he, he was he was he was saying you know uh, DJ Envy's little car show. Yeah, and he was saying like they don't compare. Yeah, and like the thing is, this is what I don't understand. It's like. Even when you know, like, I'm not going to discredit Rick Ross for um, who he is or what he does or anything. But I'm going to just say, as uh, how I grew up and um, how I've got older, and um, I think DJ Envy is just only a couple years older than me. Um, you start knowing, like, yeah, like, you can count my shit little. Cool, because I, I know you do things, what you do over there, Ain't got shit to do with what I do over here. I wouldn't have never even uh, tried to make it a a thing in the first place. But that's how you know uh, just being um, not downplaying Rick Ross, not playing uh, downplaying uh, DJ Envy. But I'm gonna just keep it one hundred. This is this is how you know. Um, Niggas uh, pride speak way more than they uh, wisdom does. Because it shouldn't have never even. We are in two different fields when it comes to these car shows. It shouldn't even have been a reason why this escalated. And so it escalated to a point where. You bring another nigga into it. And then this nigga regardless of what anybody thinks, you know, this is just purely my opinion. This nigga doesn't take the high road. He takes the low road. But at the same time, you can't expect um, somebody to give you the same equal energy. Sometimes they go up, sometimes they go down. This nigga decided to go down. This nigga decided to uh, punch low with you. Yeah, it's cool. You don't know. You don't press charges. You don't do anything. But you know, um, when you throw a nigga name out there, you can't expect this nigga to act accordingly. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, the whole thing about the chain and all that, man. Listen, what you got to realize is gunplay's livelihood, and that's not down, downplaying gunplay or anything. 
downplay uh gunplay doesn't have a uh a fucking uh plaque a platinum plaque or um uh fucking anthems that we listen to so um basically what he is is the hype man of rick ross so whatever he decides to do to acknowledge you know hey i'm glad you uh uh, uh, can't afford to give me this bag so much that I want to give you something back. I don't even know why people are looking at that, you know what I'm saying, in a weird way. Like, yeah, Rick Ross is weird. Like, yeah, that whole not getting out of bed, staying there with his shirt off, I'll, you know, oh, that's cool. But at the end of the day, man, everybody everybody pays homage to the nigga that, that, that makes sure that they stay fed, and that's all Gunplay was doing. Um, I didn't get that, but... <clears throat> I mean, I also get people being like, well, if you can afford that, give me my money back. I get that, but at the same time, you can't throw that on gunplay because um, when you go through your research, not even going through your research, just pay attention to what motherfuckers were saying. That was never gunplay's whole thing. That was his baby mama shit. His baby mama did that. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't gunplay doing that. His baby mama did that shit. So that, that that money over there is with his baby mama. Tell his baby mama to give that money. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, because he did say that. I think in a call with DJ Envy, he was just like, you know, he panicked. And that's what she did in a panic. Um, I mean, I get it. I get, yes, she did it. It wasn't him. But in the same breath, what is going on over there to where she doesn't feel secure in the actions that you are doing to where she feels like this is the out? And for me, I'm going to say this. You know what the fuck is going on over there. Like, we ain't have to, we don't have to be privy to um, that community and that type of money to not understand what's going on. These niggas are under somebody who is making cash money hand over fist and so the only way they make cash money is if they be under this nigga hand over fist these niggas don't have the money that this dude has they got a little money but they don't have the money that this dude has so they move when this nigga moves that's you know what i'm saying that's just what it is it's like it was that's why she panicked she was like well shit nigga you ain't you ain't doing your own shows you ain't bringing nothing in Without this nigga, what if this nigga stops fucking calling you? She panicked. Yeah. And he was like, damn, be still, be easy. Like, even even as this shit progressed, we realized um, Rick Ross ended up paying for everything that his baby needed. Yeah. So it's one of them, he, he rely on this nigga and this nigga rely on him. Regardless of what y'all think this is, like, yeah, um... You can say gunplay is running, uh, is running up under Rick Ross or doing whatever. And he's doing whatever he had to do. But the, at the end of the day, man, um, you have to realize that this right here is the foundation of that made Rick Ross who Rick Ross is. So it's never going to change unless those niggas decide to change up. Gunplay never decided to change up. He's been there from the jump and he's going to continue to be there. That shit is just getting re- it's getting reciprocated down. Motherfuckers just don't see that shit. And I'm glad, he, you know what I'm saying? It's one of them things I'm glad he addressed that shit. Even on Drink Champs, um, he had told him, you know, he's glad that, you know, he paid for his daughter's surgery. Yeah. 
Well, and like he knew, he knew what was gonna happen. Rick was gonna make a couple of moves. He was gonna sell a couple of horses. He was gonna do what he had to do. But that shit was gonna get paid for. He was telling this woman, "Calm down. This shit is taken care of." And she panicked. So you go talk to her about that thirty grand. Yeah, and I and I get that. Like I said, I I do get that. I, I mean, I probably would have panicked too because I'm relying on you and you relying on another dude. I don't feel comfortable. You're not supposed to. Yeah. You're not supposed Like, with me saying I understand that shit is me saying I've seen it. I've never, you know what I'm saying? I've never done it, but I've mm-hmm. seen it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never relied on another nigga. I can't. Right. But... I'm not in the same format. Like, just uh, keep in mind if, if the same face uh, collided and one of my homeboys became uh, a fucking multi-millionaire off rap and he took me with him and I and he took the whole hustle. I didn't have to hustle no more. So he took the whole drive of the hustle away from me. And I'm just waiting on him to say, here, here go this shit. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know how that shit will play out. I know what I'll say now, but that's just me being older and wiser. I don't know what's going to happen if that shit happened 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I get that. And I get that. Yeah. I just know, like, as a woman, you want to feel secure in the actions that your spouse is doing. And that just speaks to their relationship. There's, There's something in there that she's just not secure in his actions. No. <laughs> okay, even saying that, because I'm gonna play devil's advocate, um, you know, because that's just me. Even though I just did everything in my due diligence to build up, you know what I'm saying, whatever perception anybody thought of Rick Robson gunplay. Now, I'm gonna go back to this. How would you feel as a woman if you just put up a GoFundMe and your man turned around? <laughs> And gave another man a fucking chain in his bed. <laughs> he surprised him in his bed with a chain. Yeah, I was when I watched that. I was like, "Is she like recording it? Like she's with the shits too?" Like I don't. But um, if it was me, uh, we would have had to have a conversation prior to him presenting that chain because this this just. Out of everything else, the optics are not good. You know what I'm saying? Like, the optics are not good. Like, you don't have to, re- like, you don't have to post this recording. That yeah. nigga woke up, that nigga woke up like this. What's going on, baby? I don't know what's going on. Oh, baby, you shouldn't have. <laughs> yeah, like, it was weird. It was such a weird video. I, I just, uh, I mean, I'm like, was, like, was he Rick. sick? Like, did he break an ankle? Like, I mean, it was, I mean, so, it was so weird. It was so. Shout weird. out to Rick Ross for really um, doing his uh, what he think is a representation of what a boss is, because I can guarantee you, Rick Ross orchestrated that fucking shot. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. be in 
I'm gonna be in the bed. You come in, you come present up. this. You come up, you present it to me. But you, you know the biggest boss. You represent. You you pay homage to the biggest boss. I can see him doing that yeah. just because that nigga that nigga's confidence is like um in a whole different fucking dimension. It ain't it ain't got to do with none of this stratosphere that we have. This yeah. nigga's confidence is at a whole different level. Like even yeah. when niggas talk bad on him, he turn that shit around and make that shit work for him. Mm-hmm. This nigga's on a different playing field, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I've questioned, I questioned this shit years ago. I was like, why are we okay with this happening? Like, I know he made good music. I get it. However, if we're supposed to be fucked the police, how are we letting this nigga slide? Are we letting this police nigga slide? Yeah, like, I, I questioned that a long time ago. You know? And I just, but, I mean... After so long of so many good songs, you just say, you know what? It is what it is. Let me go ahead and play that shit. Maybach music. Like, I mean, we just got to go with it. Like, it just is what it is. You know what I'm going to say? What I I, I think niggas related to, and I'm going to keep it real, even the hardest nigga to the softest nigga in the world. When you listen to music, you're not a gangster, you're not a thug, you're a civilian. Um, civilians love this nigga. <laughs> they don't they they toss all that other shit aside and they just become a civilian. Yeah. Cause you know, everything that he's like his whole persona, his whole like it's all imaginary. <laughs> like he he ripped somebody's real life. He's in a formal life was the police. Like Everything that rap or hip hop is supposed to be built on or have foundations of, he is the opposite. And we just let we let this shit slide because my Maybach music sounds really fucking dope in the car. So, um, yeah. And you just you can't you get to the point where you just can't fight it no more. It just is what it is. Because my bitch bag looking like a bag of money, like. Yeah. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Uh, the first time I heard Aston Martin music, like, that's when I realized he was a problem. I knew he was a problem with that one. Like, um, you know that push it to the limit and all that. That shit was hard. That shit was fresh. Yeah. Every nigga was bumping it. I was bumping it too. Mm-hmm. Everybody thought all that Curl City Cartel shit was. As fuck, yeah. But Aston Martin music that changed the perception of Rick Ross. Like it was like this nigga was this nigga is an artist. Like that, know what I'm saying? Like Curl City Cartel. Like this nigga was just a rapper. Yeah, you know, when Aston Martin music came out, that was like around the time where I was really trying not to like it. Because after Trilla, like when Trilla came out, like I had XM radio, and so like all the dope ass songs came out on XM before the album dropped. And when I, when the album dropped, those were only, those were the only songs that were dope as fuck. 
So I kind of was annoyed. And then when I found out he was a CO, I was like, man, fuck that nigga, you know? And I didn't get back on until uh, Bag of Money. Bag of Money mm. just went so fucking hard. You know, but, and then shit just started getting, getting better and better and better. And I'm just like, you know what? It is what it is. Like, you can't just not play Rick Ross. Okay. You know? Listen. That Aston Martin music was so cold because he took LL's bars and then made it real gutter. Mm-hmm. Like, that shit was hard as fuck. Yeah. When I'm alone in my room, sitting, uh, I sit down and I call my damn bitch. Like, that shit was crazy as fuck mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, but I mean, he just he does a lot of he does a lot of questionable shit that under yeah, normal we know, circumstances we, we know that yeah under normal circumstances we would not allow. Um, but Glenn says they be like he was a cop, but he wasn't the captain though. <laughs> right. Yeah, but he a cop. Like right? you know what I mean, <laughs> I mean, a cop is a cop. That's the thing. I deal with I, I I deal with cops. I deal with you know what I'm saying. I do CIT training. I do a lot. You know, um, the job that I have outside of this job, um, you know, I talk to a lot of um, law enforcement. Um, that being said, like you know, I still ain't a CO though. Like, <laughs> if I decided to do anything in the world, like a motherfucker could not be like he a cop. Right. Like, like COs, COs get labeled, they police. They That's have, just, you know what I'm saying? It's like, nigga, you police. They have a uniform. Yeah, like, they go through training. Like, they're. I'm not even knocking this nigga being a policeman. You know what I'm saying? I'm not knocking you for being a policeman. But, like, at one point, you know, and and at one point in, in everybody's life, man, you just got to start telling the truth. And I just wish it like, you know, if if Rick Ross told the truth about his whole life in an album and did the same cadence he always do and be the same confident dude that he always been, that'd probably be one of the best albums that came out whatever year he, did, he, he decides to do that. Yeah, but I don't think he's going to take that risk, especially not now because he's accepted. It just is what it is, you know. You know, um, nowadays they accepting a lot of shit that just wasn't accepted back in the day. So, um, yes, it's a lot of whole ass niggas out here. Mm-hmm. Glenn says, "Bro, you used to work at Ad Hoc." <laughs> uh, no, I've never worked at Ad Hoc. Is but, Ad Hoc still a thing? Yeah, it's still a thing. But um, what I do for a living um, is I um, I train people. So I um, I train people on how to deal with certain people that are dealing with certain, you know what I'm saying, certain illnesses and certain things that um, um, that put them on the spectrum and things of that nature. I can't. I'm not gonna get in the full a uh, uh, full definition of what I do. Um, but what I do is give certain people scenarios of what are you going to do if this happens? 
because this person is suffering from PTSD, uh, schizophrenia, and is on the spectrum. What are you doing this? I, I train people in that and those scenarios. Right to try to de-escalate without using um, yes, force. without using without using force, we want to de-escalate the situation. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, um, that's gunplay. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, all I can say at this point, that's, that's gunplay. I mean, that's gunplay. Um, yeah. like gunplay, you ain't gotta, you ain't gotta, uh, Give no money back, nigga. We know that uh, GoFundMe wasn't on your shit. Uh, what I will say is, on that shit, gunplay, you ain't got to defend shit that don't need to be defended. Yeah, I feel like he's going out like a straight person. Like, this is just, it's too much. He didn't try to. He didn't try to. This, this was, this one of those things, this is a learning lesson for him. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, it makes you look a certain way, so you, you ain't got to defend everything. Yeah, you just continue to do you, and then uh, and just go about your business. When the shit need to be addressed, the shit need to be addressed, and then that's when you address it and you leave it at that, and you let the world do what they want to do with it. Yeah. 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 So hopefully this is the end of that whole scenario because it went from weird. So extremely weird. So, <laughs> um, so next up, uh, Sukiana. So we all yeah. know Sukiana. We all know and love Sukiana. Suki with the good Suki. <laughs> um, if you don't know, she's a rapper. Um, and she makes Little Kim clutch her pearls. Uh, she is very uh, she's very explicit uh, when it comes to sex. Uh, she says a lot. She got her OnlyFans. She does have her OnlyFans. Um, yeah, and they was getting down so there on her OnlyFans. God, I mean. But anyway, um, and she's also on um, Loving Hip Hop Miami. But um. She was um, at an event recently, and she, it was about like four people at the table, and she was the only lady. Um, I think Lil Duval, Funny Marco, and then there was one other person that was sitting at the table with her. Um, But while they were sitting there, you know, doing what they were doing at the event, YK Osiris comes behind her and starts massaging her shoulders then grabs her face and tries to plant a wet one on her. All while she is looking like, what the hell is going on? Get off me. Stop. Don't do that. She's saying all these things to him. And he's um, just flat out ignoring her. Um, He thought it was extremely hilarious after he got done. Um, He walked off laughing went and slapped hands with somebody who was standing on the side. Um, nobody came to her defense. Nobody told him like, chill out or anything like that. If you see the video, 
it is extremely uncomfortable. Like I got secondhand embarrassment just watching it. Like it is extremely uncomfortable. Um, a lot of people. That's a lot of women's uh, perspective on it. Yeah. Yeah, because unfortunately, um, this whole Me Too era has only been around for the last couple of years. And we have been adults longer than a couple of years. And even some people in their adolescence have been in situations like that where you are extremely uncomfortable. Um, And it's just unfortunate. Uh, Anyway, um, you know, there was a whole lot of uh, people... um, there's a whole lot of backlash online, a lot of people going back and forth with one another about this, uh, about the video. Some people were, you know, rightfully so, holding him accountable, saying that this is not right. And then there were some people that were saying, oh, well, she should be making the music that she makes. She shouldn't be wearing the clothes that she wearing. I'll uh, get a nigga a pass. It ain't that big of a deal. This, that, and the third. Um, I just want to say, I don't give a fuck what she says on a, on a song. I don't give a fuck what she wears or lack thereof. I don't give a fuck how many videos she got on OnlyFans. Fuck it. That does not give you the right to touch her if she does not want to be touched. That does not give you the right to speak to her in your kind of way if she does not want to engage. The problem that people are not understanding in this situation is consent. Consent was not given. Period. Full stop. If consent was given, we wouldn't be here talking about it. But consent was not given. The girl clearly is not comfortable. The girl clearly was saying no. It was it was it was a ridiculous video. Like it was it was sad. Um, along with this video, another video from a podcast that she appeared on three months ago, um, appeared online as well, um, to go viral. And the podcast is Candy Coated, um, Nights. Candy Coated Nights is with Candy Burris and, um, DJ A1. DJ A1 is, um, Escape DJ, along with him being J-Lo's DJ. Um, anybody that used to watch Candy Coated Nights back in the day... And even recently, um, Candy Cotton Nights is basically a show where they talk a lot about sex. Like, you already know that's what they do when you go in to um, watching or listening to the show. DJ A1 was on the show back in the day, and he's on the show now. Um, DJ A1 is very unfiltered. It seemed like he had kind of calmed down from years ago back when he used to be on the show. Um, but apparently it, he just needs the right person to bring it out of him because when Sukiana was on that show, he completely sexually harassed her on that show. She was trying to tell him like, yo, chill. You can tell she was visibly, um, not with the shits. And you didn't have to be a rocket scientist to pick up on the signs that you needed to chill out. He said, hey, one. Um, 
Not only was he on one with her, and she was clearly not reciprocating, he also showed her a dick pic. And then that's another thing. Um, men, y'all really gotta chill on those unwarranted dick pics. Like, it's one thing if we ask. It's another thing if we just wake up one morning and you send in a text saying, good morning, queen. And we reply, good morning. And then you send a dick pic. Like, no, like, no, no. Like, we, we really need I, to chill out. <laughs> I'm going to intervene and I'm going to say, fellas, you just have to know the vibe. Like, you got to know the vibe, where the vibe is with that. And that is with the conversation. You got to know when to send a dick pic. Sometimes um, you can send a dick pic um, through the conversation. So you got to work the conversation in through that, where that is acceptable. It's still consent. Like, it has to be consensual. Like, it's no way, um, like she said, it, it is no way that, as soon as the good morning king comes up, you you send a dick pic. No. Um, through conversation, if if that's one of those things that y'all have already conversed about, y'all have already had these conversations, then okay, yeah, go ahead and send it. Yeah. Yeah. And then another thing about dick pics. Um, there's only... So many dick pics you can send of the same dick. Like, I mean, it's. How should I say this? Like, the dick don't change. Like, it's not like you don't. It's not like you dress it up. It's not like it's not like it's a dog and you put a new sweater on it or anything like that. Like, the dick is the same. So how many dick pics are you going to send? Like, geez, Louise. Uh, and you, and then you don't change the background. You don't change the lighting. Some of y'all be having y'all fucking feet in there. Y'all not really realizing that the background or your floors need to be mopped or anything like that. Like, just chill on the dick pics. Okay? Please and thanks. But, um... Outside of the dick pic combo, what do you think about the whole? <laughs> I'm gonna try to wrap they, this up, man. They got, yeah, they got a little personal. Um, yeah, I'm gonna try to wrap this yeah, up. That wasn't the intention, but yeah. What, what are your thoughts? Um, getting off the dick pics. Uh, <laughs> I think um, consent uh, really does play a, a part in all this. It's like Miss um, Sukiana didn't ask for um, this type of uh, aggressive um, in her. It, regardless of what you think, I tell people all the time, just because you see a woman walking around in high heels and a short skirt don't mean she's a whore. Uh, excuse me. And I mean this. It's like you still have to know how to approach a woman like, yeah, excuse me. We all know the thing of, you know, I hope between a lady, you know, 
I ho hopefully your uncles or your father, if you was around your father, but um, if you wasn't around your father, hopefully your uncles told you what it is to understand a hoe and a lady. At the same time, they told you to understand what a hoe and a lady is. Um, you approach them the same way because that's the only way you're going to gain the knowledge of is she actually a hoe or a lady. Um, a lot of people um, be around a, a lot of things uh, and and act a certain way. Uh, Miss Sukiana is one of those. She is she has been uh, in her own words. She come from a long line of hoes. In her own words, she said this. At the same time, um, you got to pay that hoe for you touch it. So let's understand that, you know what I'm saying, that, that, that right there before we even try to dive into anything. So um, she come from a long line of hoes. All these hoes knew they had to get money before you you even crossed them. So why would you feel like you, you thought you can get that off with her? Hey, my thing is the audacity of most men who are defending this. And yeah. I'm not, like I said, I'm going to wrap this up because I don't want to continue to talk about it. But I will say uh, the, uh, the audacity of uh, certain men and then the black men, I'll say the caucasity. Why are you acting like these white uh, these white folks when it comes to our, our our females and our black women out here? Like, yeah, they do that. You, these same niggas that do that type shit, like like old Cyrus, you know, he wouldn't do it to his famous uh, his favorite uh, uh, porn star. He wouldn't do that. Right. He have way more respect for her than he would Sugiana. And it's not, and and like they both do the same thing. The thing is, she talks about it uh, uh, more than the porn star does. So niggas be thinking she really about that shit. Nah, pussy. This is how I'm making my living. That don't mean you can run up on me and do that shit. Like if anything, like shout out to Funny Marco. Shout out to um, Lil Duval. You know. They didn't have nothing to do with nothing, and they, and they remained having nothing to do with nothing. But at the same time, somebody should have told him in the back, like, bro, what the fuck are you thinking about? No, I and you know, I look at it in a different way. So I don't shout out Buddy Marco. I don't shout out Little Duval because y'all was right there, and all y'all had to do was be like, bro, chill. That's all you had to do. There's nothing wrong with holding that man accountable in the moment. Don't stay out of it when you see stuff happening right there. When all you had to do is just be like, come on, bro, chill. He would have listened. He would have went on about his business. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't have let him kiss her. This only because, like, nigga, she just made a song about eating niggas' ass. I would have been like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? Like, back up. Right. He just ate my ass. He want to switch. That's where I stopped. But, because uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. But, um, yeah. Yeah, that, that you is. You got to do the kids by version after you say that. Right. Be eating his snacks. Eating his snacks. We be eating his snacks. Yeah. 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 Have you, sidebar, have you seen the TikTok videos of people singing that song? Hell no. Oh, it is hilarious. Because they, 
they kicking it, you know. Then he just ate my ass. He want to switch. Then I'm eating his snacks. <laughs> you eating his snacks? Right. <laughs> they like, yeah, no. That's that's my cue. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, like. You know, DJ A1, like I said, he was way worse years ago. Um, but that video was cringe. Super cringe. I didn't, even, I, I, I didn't even want to talk about that one, but like, yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Midway through it, that, that's crazy. That's like if we doing this podcast right now mm-hmm. and I'm, and I'm, we got a special guest and then I just fucking airmail her a dick pic. Near way through this motherfucker. Like yeah. that's some crazy shit. Yeah. 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 It was just like I don't wanna go down that road again. But um yeah. Yeah, I, I, but I mean, regardless of saying that's the thing, it's like, um, like I said before, like I, I again, I wanna wrap this up because I don't wanna keep talking on this because I don't wanna uh seem like a, a feminist or somebody that's uh always trying to take uh take the women's side and not uh being objective and understanding the men. I, I do respect um all men that do men shit. Um at the same time, like nah, that again that was just uncalled for um all those things is going on uh with Sukiana when it comes to uh people coming to her like that. Um, is uncalled for the same same way I say for everybody else when you come wrong to a stripper and all that because you, you know what I'm saying because you think a certain way about it like you really got to understand that these these people livelihood these this is how they feed their kids or feed themselves or feed their moms or feed like a whole village that that that's their livelihood yeah. everybody done done uh, shit that that's their livelihood but it ain't them you got to get to know those people yeah. Like you think trash niggas like live in a fucking sewer like I mean not a sewer but a fucking garbage can like Oscar the Grouch. Right. Like nigga, you gotta get to know everybody. Right. Get to know everybody so you know how to intertwine with everybody. Stop thinking because a motherfucker do this, you can do this. Like, nah, it don't work that way. You gotta stop living in your own bubble and start understanding everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And then like um, like I said before, you know, consent, consent. The word for today is consent. Consent. So yeah, so that's that on that. Um, now next up, <laughs> the uncles and aunties is fighting, man. They are fighting, and yeah, I feel are. like the. Rest of us are at the family reunion kids table just watching the our uncle and auntie go back and forth. So what do I mean by that? Well I'm going to tell you. Um Anita Baker is um doing her farewell tour currently and um because she's retiring and she had a uh special guest slash opening act slash feature what whatever you want to call him he will all we know is he wasn't the co-headline 
She made that abundantly clear. He was not the co-headline. Um, Babyface was on tour with her. And a month ago, they had a show in New Jersey. And due to technical issues, the show um, started late. Um, and then, you know, at certain venues, they have a curfew. Um, it's a hard stop at whatever um, time that curfew is. That's when the show is over, whether you got through your show or not. So because of the fact that they had to start late, um, apparently Babyface um, and his team was approached that they are not going to um, do their performance at all because Anita Baker wanted to do her full performance. So Babyface took to his social media and apologized to the fans and let them know that Anita Baker wanted to do her whole, her whole performance. Therefore, he did not perform at all. People were upset. Excuse me. Um, people started, you know, talking bad about Anita. Um, celebrities came out, got in the comments, talked about their own personal experiences that are not positive with Miss Baker. People also brought up um, a tour that Anita Baker did with Luther Vandross back in 1988 to where um, it was very hostile between them. And rumor has it was that they were not to see each other at all through the whole tour. That's how bad it was. Um, allegedly. So, um, like I said, that was like a month ago. So fast forward to this past week, um, I guess Miss Baker had time <laughs> this week and she got on Twitter and apparently looked up her name and started seeing all the, the foolishness that people were saying. And so she started replying back to people, you know, um, let people know that y'all do not have a copy of the contract. And if you did, you would know that he is not the co-headliner. He is... Um, my opening act basically and um she got on her bullshit yeah she she got on her bullshit which this is not the first time she's done that she has she has um you know had twitter wars before um but uh, but yeah so um one thing she did coin was um talking about baby faces fans that were coming after her she called them kenny's crazies Kenny's crazy. That was a good one. That was a good one. I'm gonna use that forever. Right, right. <laughs> he should too. He should. He, that should be, you know, that should be his hide right there. Kenny's crazy. There you go. So, um, she also asked for Babyface to call off his fans for attack. I mean, because apparently they were attacking her. So she asked for Babyface to come out publicly. And call him off. Call him off her back. Um, he didn't. He let the shit ride. Because um, him, like any sane person, knows that you can't control what other people do. But anyway. Exactly. But anyway, um, later on that evening, she puts out another post. And she lets the world know that um, she has released Babyface from the... Re from 
his services for the rest of the tour. Um, which really shocked people. And basically said that because of him not wanting to call off his crazy fans, that was the reason why she uh, fired him from her tour. Then he puts out a post, you know, basically saying it was true. And I apologize that this occurred and wish her nothing but the best on the rest of her tour. Um, but yeah. What what are your thoughts? <laughs> Like, I'm going to really wrap this up, and I'm going to just say this. Um, uh, Anita Baker has been a hard bitch to deal with for a long time. And it is what it is. Yeah. Um, we can tell by the way um, she took time to address people that she's just one of those bitches that want to, she's going to go with the, she's going to go with the shit. She's going to go with the problem. She ain't going to go with the flow. She going to go with the problems. Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, it, it makes sense. It makes sense for her to be 65 years old and ain't no man in the industry ever talked about bagging her. She's a bitch. And, and, know, and that's okay. That's okay. Like, she, she had, I mean, she has had the career to be a bitch. If she wants to be a bitch, that's fine. We're going to let Auntie have that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> we just going to let her have it. But, um, but yeah, she definitely showed her tail. Um, it just sucks. Because uh, me, being, me being a person that um, goes to concerts often, especially out of town, like when they do things like this, they don't really consider the fans instances like this especially if they're fans of both people you know so that's the part that's unfortunate like you let your pride and your ego get in the way of the betterment of the tour but you yeah know. i mean that's what it is i mean we digress we move on uh as fans mm-hmm. i mean you just understand that like certain shit happens like that yeah Everybody that's a star, you know, to be a star means you you shine bright and you your own light. And sometimes it's hard to share that light with somebody. Yeah. That's what we're saying. It's all good. Just move past. Yeah. Yeah. But when I tell you my mouth was to the floor seeing some of them um, tweets, that shit was funny. (laughs) But yeah, but, you know, best of luck to both of them. They're not going to be hurting not one bit just because of this, you know. They're not, nobody's getting canceled or anything like that. Nah, hell no. Absolutely not. (laughs) But yeah. You can't cancel them two niggas. Those two niggas is grandfathered into the game. You can't. Yeah. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It looks like you canceling Anita Baker. Come on, man. Suck my dick. Right. That, like, that doesn't even fit right in a sentence. You know? So, no. Nobody, neither one of them getting canceled. They're good. We're good. And that's that. But that does bring us to the fucked up song of the week. <laughs> which is How you from, doing? which is from Anita Baker. Um, I thought it would be appropriate. It's called I Apologize. So yeah, it was um mm. off of her album that came out in the early nineties, Rhythm of Love. 
My mama had that album. It was pretty good. I used to play this song also. But uh, speaking of my mama, she just texted me. But anyway, so um, verse one, operator, get my baby on the line. Because just the other night, we had a horrible fight. I admit it. I was out of control. But I still love my man with my body and soul. When the road gets rough, you say things you should not say. I never meant to treat my baby that way. I apologize. Oh, believe me, I do. I apologize. Oh, honest and true. Because I know I was wrong. And so I'll sing you this song. And I'm trying to get through and make it up to you. Verse 2. No, right. <laughs> so um verse two operator. Um it was a it was like a bad dream. And Lord, you should have heard the way he shouted and the way that I I regret it because I was unfair. I took it all out of him. I took it all out on him just because he was there. When the road gets rough, you say things you should not say. I never meant to treat my daddy that way. I apologize. And then the bridge. Um, I apologize for I was unkind and I wish that I can go back in time, erase the goodbyes and rewrite my life. But come rain or come shine, I'm wanna do this right this time. I apologize. So what are your thoughts? Uh, listen. Uh, we all know Anita Baker's a bitch. Damn. And we 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 just don't have to like we don't have to sugarcoat that. We 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 read our tweets. We seen what has happened. We know what it is. Um, the thing is, you bitches are going to have to start watching what you fucking say. Like this is the whole thing in a nutshell. Sometimes some of you bitches say shit that y'all don't fucking mean. And then y'all have to double back on this shit. And the only reason why Anita Baker is getting what the respect that she has is because she's able to sing that shit through. You think a raspy ass bo- uh, a voice bitch with a fucking fucked up attitude can steadily come back to you? Fuck no. Fuck her. Like no, you're not gonna let it happen. <laughs> let's just keep it 100. Like, let, let's keep yeah. it what it is, what it is. Mm-hmm. Anita Baker has the voice of a goddamn angel. At the same time, she tells you the most devilish shit. She look you dead in the face and be like, "That's why you can't fuck you, little dick nigga." <laughs> and like, then she turn around and say, "Man, I was just mad." Like, nah. Be my I little dick ain't club. That you my baby, that way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you gotta do. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Fuck out of here, man. Trifling ass bitch. I'm, I'm talking about. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Oh, so that means I'm about to use me. I've I, I seen, uh-huh. seen niggas in these situations. I have fucked bitches in these situations. Be like, man, I, I, I can't stand going home with this weak dick ass. I'll be like, 
Damn. <laughs> oh, shit. You be talking bad about this nigga. Right. Like, I am, nigga, I, boy, if, the minute I hear that shit about me, I am just going to vomit <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not sticking that throat because you you, you trying to you, you you disrespecting me with to the world. I'm done. Yeah, yeah. So basically, what you're saying is is that Anita Baker can say some of the most gutter snipe, disrespectful ass shit that can ever come out of somebody's mouth, and all she gotta do is sing. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, bitch. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta let it burn. Right. I fuck shit right and then I talk my boss. And Usher Raymond, like that burn came on. I'm like, yeah, you gotta, yeah, you gotta remember that. Like, that shit's real. But yeah, but that was um, Anita Baker. I apologize. So, um, you know, um, again, my final my final words is consent. The word for today is consent and chill. Consent and chill. Respect, respect. So, what is um, Jerry's final thoughts? Oh man, I ain't even gonna lie to you. Uh... Because the Joe, Jehovah Witness and me forgot all about this uh this fucking weekend. But um when Lindsay snapped me back to reality, I wanna say this. Um Happy Father's Day and um grateful Father's Day for everybody who um actually happens to be a father. Um actually happens to be a father at, in their kids' life. And love every minute of it. Uh, I'm envious of you. Like, um, without 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 bounds, I can't even I, I I can't even lie. I'm envious of you. Um, because uh, this Father's Day and the Father's Day before that, um, I didn't get to uh. Like enjoy being a father. So I want to uh I want to tell my fathers happy Father's Day and congratulations and I appreciate y'all for being dads. Now when I say that I say this. Oh man, you sperm donin. No um reaching out, no helping out. Um these niggas gotta get it how they live. Fuck them kids ass niggas. I respect y'all too. Oh my god, I love you niggas. Man, on this weekend, man, act a fool. Act a fool. You know why? Cause this shit is make believe. And you niggas be make believe as possible. You fuck boy ass niggas. Be made for believe as possible. Act like you the best daddy in the world. Do that shit. It's your day. It's your day. You um seed dropping, no money bringing, no time having, motherfucker. Do that shit too. Because you raise niggas like me. Niggas who actually don't give a fuck about what society thinks the norm is supposed to be. So I respect you niggas. If it wasn't for niggas like you, it wouldn't be a nigga like me. And we probably should uh, applaud you niggas because some of you niggas would have made a lot of these niggas soft. It's the reason why it's a bunch of soft cake as niggas running around here is because it's niggas like you. So I respect you niggas too, man. Stay the fuck away. Uh, that being said, it's Juneteenth. Like, let's represent black. Let's represent us. Uh, let's understand what it is. 
or what it's trying to be. So represent you being black, you know, regardless of you being a daddy or whatever, because you black, you should be proud of that. You should be proud this whole weekend. Fuck the 19. You should be proud the whole weekend. You should be proud every day. But I'm going to give it this weekend. Be proud of that. And because I'm all-inclusive and I've been shouting out this Pride Month, be proud of that too. Understand what it is to be you. Like, for real, you went to one point where people thought you had a mental illness. But if you have became some of the smartest, wisest, and um, and intertwined people in this world, period, uh, that's an attestment to you. And I want you to be proud of you. Like, it doesn't... All these fictitious categories and, and, and structures that they put us through, um, understand that you are the amazing you that you are. And I'm proud that you are here. And I'm proud that I'm representing this month with you. And as always, take care of yourself and others. Thank you for those words. <clears throat> and um, and happy Father's Day. Oh, Thank you. No problem. No problem. And, um, and, you know, and to all the listeners, you know, happy Father's Day. And happy Juneteenth. Um, yeah. So, and this is episode 84 of the HB Talk. And we will see you guys on episode 85. Bye. Exactly.